What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. Kyle, happy hump day to you. Happy Redemption Wednesday. Is that what we're calling this? It's what we have to call it after last week. College football did us dirty last week, so we're on the comeback train. And we've already had a strategy strategy yeah, discussion yeah. about how we're going to change our process. Mm-hmm. We scouted the scout, right? Now it's yep. time to affect, you know, implement some changes here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a better games. Everybody's got to adjust amid the the chaos of COVID twenty twenty and and the football season. You know, NFL coaches talk about it. College coaches talk about it. Roger Goodell talks about it. Us here using. 2019 strategies to pick college football games. We got to get out of that mentality. So we too have to be flexible. Yeah. That's what we're being. And it's going to pay dividends for us today. All right. I feel good about it. We're, you know, the, the change starts now. You know what right. makes me feel really good about all these lines? Uh, I'm what? sitting here looking at the slate this week. Yeah. And I see no Texas. I see no Oklahoma. There's no see, Big 12 games at all. And I see a stinker Auburn line. Yeah, there's no Big 12 games at all this week. Uh, the, the Oklahoma State-Baylor game is postponed. It's, it's a beautiful thing because yeah. that conference just continues to just wreak <laughs> chaos on us. Impossible and it, to predict. It, that was even last year when you hit like 59% of your bets and I hit 55% of my bets. Big 12 is we've, – we've never <laughs> nailed down the Big 12. No. So, luckily, this week we don't have to deal with it. And uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to do well. I, I want to go first because I don't want to go second. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, SMU, number 17, SMU at Tulane. SMU is six-and-a-half-point road favorites. Didn't play last week. Um Last time we saw SMU was the Memphis win. And Reggie Roberson, their star receiver, tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Tulane uh, lost 49-31 to against Houston. And then they, they beat Southern Miss pretty handily this year. At home, Tulane. <sighs> the only question is how big of a loss is Roberson? Is Roberson for the offense? I think it's a big loss. It is a big loss. But I'm not sitting here pounding the table for Tulane, even though they can score. So because they can score, they're home, they're home underdogs. Give me Tulane to cover. But lose. Really? Yeah. There it is. I'm implementing the strategy right there. I don't want to give SMU too much credit. I think that's been my problem all year is I'm giving the favorites too much credit, and there's dynamics here. The favorites on the road, and they're without their best offensive player. 
You don't think the extra time for SMU to prepare and adjust for life after Roberson? They have five extra days. Both teams are coming in fine rest, I guess. I'm I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, as I've often said on this show, I am simultaneously playing the course and I'm playing you. Mm -hmm. And I feel no strong inclination to go against you in this game. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm taking too late. BYU, number 14 BYU, on the road against a Houston team that just, you said, dropped 49 on Tulane, correct? They did. I think it was the only game they played this year, the first time we saw them. Yep. So Houston is 1-0. They dropped 49 on Tulane. They are hosting BYU who is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. BYU was favored by five touchdowns against UTSA and won by less than one. This line is at five-and-a-half, which brings me great conflict. I would say this, Joe. BYU is the better team. I don't think there's any question there. Because Houston is such an unknown variable, I will bet on a better team by less than six points with a better quarterback. So give me BYU to cover. If this was seven, I'd probably bet Houston. But this is literally less than a touchdown. I'm okay with, with taking BYU. Yeah, I'm with you on BYU. I think a, tight, a good team that, that's coming off of a tight loss, kind of a wake-up call, um, well, tight I, win because they or, won. Yeah, tight, tight win. Excuse me, that's mm -hmm. what I meant to say. Uh, I think they can. I think they can cover five and a half in Houston. Our Cougs. Yeah. For well, they're both the Cougs. So, <laughs> so our Cougs either way. <laughs> I'm I'm big and I'm scary. I finally watched that full video, by the way. <laughs> All right. So I, I I like I watched it, but I kind of skimmed through it. I didn't have the audio on the first spin through it. Right. This time I watched all six minutes with uh, with him walking backwards. Golly, I ain't trying to die today. <laughs> I'm not trying to die. Today. <laughs> I feel like die. I'm big and I'm scary, and he's. Uh, it was great. Oh, no. like, uh, <laughs> it was great. The guy, the guy did a nice job. It was very entertaining. I mean, literally just walking backwards from a cougar for six minutes. I was, right. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, like, and he's walking on like a trail with, you know, it's not like he's walking on pavement. Like, right. He's walking uphill backwards. On stones. I kept I was, waiting for like him to lose his footing or something. And I'm like, oh my God, like this guy. This what was up guy. with the way that Cougar was like coming at him? Like, you know what I mean? Like with those like wide arms? <laughs> yeah, the big uh, th yeah. the pounce posture. I was wondering when he was going to start throwing rocks at the Cougar. But I figured as soon as he bent down to pick one, he, the Cougar was going to come pounce. And you didn't want that. You didn't want that confrontation like well, the he, actual. You were waiting on the first the first big branch that came too, right? Like, Oh, I got something like I got like, sure. I can, anything to throw at it, literally anything to throw. Well, at. he had all kinds of rocks. Those were good throwing rocks. Yes. I don't, I'd like to ask that Cougar why, why he gave up. I mean, just, it would seem really random. Just like all of a sudden, like I've had enough of this and our Cougs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, Clemson number one at Georgia tech Clemson. 27 point favorites so clemson's been a problem for us uh you had them covering 28 against virginia virginia which they did not 
I had no, them covering. No. I I successfully had Virginia covering twenty eight. That's what I meant. To you say. you missed the Clemson one, and I missed the Miami one. Right, like a so, freaking idiot. What was even the final score of that game? I turned it off. I was so tired of it. Forty two to seventeen. They gave him some pity points, huh? Yeah. How many? What What is that? That's is that twenty seven points? That's not twenty seven points, is it? I don't think oh, so. No, we're going to try and do this math right now. No, we're not. I just, it's okay, 20, I gotta get it's 25. It's 25. Focus points. in here on Georgia Tech. They, now they, the Georgia Tech. Yeah, man. What the, what the hell got in that team? Coach Collins, man. They, they, that was a big win for them on Friday night against Louisville. How many points did they score in the second half? Oh, a lot. A it lot. was like 30, 30 something points in the second half. Yeah. That's what makes me nervous here. Like, Georgia Tech's just going to keep playing, you know? Yep. Like they might lose by 21, but if they do, then we get it right. I g- give me the Yellow Jackets at home to lose by multiple scores, but cover 27 points. See, this is where I have to fight my own internal narrative from last year's thought process. Because even if George, even if I had the 2020 Georgia Tech playing in 2019 against Clemson, I'm taking Clemson. But because we are in 2020, and Joe, you made the observation in the pre-show as we discussed our strategy, the big spreads are the ones that bite us. I look at some of the spreads that I've lost recently. LSU versus Vandy minus 20. BYU minus 34 and a half. Alabama minus 23. Notre Dame minus 20. Yeah, I can't do this. Georgia Tech is the proper call just because – Teams are playing closer games, as you said. And this is a team that will backdoor cover. And yep. they, can, they can actually throw the ball now, and they've got an athletic quarterback to run yep. around and make some plays. Yep. Okay. Number eight, Cincinnati on the road against Tulsa. This is a scary as hell line. Yeah. This makes me ask, what, do, what does the betters know about Tulsa that I do not? Because right now, Cincinnati is favored by three on the road against Tulsa, who has played two football games thus far, Joe. Uh, they have played number 11-ranked Oklahoma State and lost 16-7. to And then they faced then 11th-ranked UCF, and they won that game 34-26. to You already have something written down. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's kind of the same thought process as the BYU game for me. It's an easily digestible number. You just have to win by more than a field goal. With a team I feel better about, a quarterback I feel better about, it's a trap line. And I won't be surprised if I got got by this game. But give me Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Cincinnati. Better talent. I, Tulsa's a scrappy team, and I made money off of them beating UCF. Uh, that was that was an easy money, but this is a Cincinnati team that is number eight in the country, Kyle. Well, not to uh, prove your well-coached team. Desmond Ritter, good talent on defense. Give me them to to win by more than three. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. This season, Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member 
of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for watching football. All right, next up we have Pitt at number 13, Miami. Some challenging dynamics here. Get the hell out of here, Miami. Well, you've got Pittsburgh coming off two tight losses in a row. One-point loss to NC State, an overtime loss to Boston College. And Kenny Pickett has a bit of an injury. You know, I think he's going to be okay, but we're not sure. And then Miami just got embarrassed by Clemson. And they're favored at home 10 and a half. Both teams are going to be hungry. Pitt's got a really good defense. I wish I wasn't going first. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew Pickett was healthy. If Pickett's healthy, this is I'm going to go, I'm going to pick Pitt to to lose by a touchdown. Ten and a half for Miami. It's a big number. Yeah, and I mean we've seen them play UAB, Louisville, Florida State, Clemson. Obviously, they pounce Florida State. They pretty good against UAB. One by three against they won Louisville. They by 17 against UAB. Yeah. I mean, is Pittsburgh a touchdown better than UAB? Here's, here's kind of the unfortunate awakening that we've had with Miami in the first month of the season. We got all impressed that they beat Louisville and Louisville. Louisville stinks out loud. Right. I'm disappointed in that severely. And then they hung up 52 on Florida State. And we said, oh, wow, that's pretty impressive since Florida State's got so much talent. Florida State also stinks out loud. I'm going with Pitt to cover 10.5 on the road. As am I. Kane spurned me last week, and I will not be quick to forget it. Hail Ever. Pitt. Oh, Christ, I got to pick first on a Bo Nix game. Uh, he doesn't look so good in Chad Morris's offense, does he? No, he doesn't. Number 15, Auburn, looks like a chicken running around with his head cut off. Number 15, Auburn, on the road in South Carolina against the Gamecocks. Auburn, as the road team, number 15 in the country, is favored by three points. Oh, my goodness gracious. What did they end up – what was the final of their, their game yesterday or last week? 30-28, to 28, they beat Arkansas. Oh, yeah, they had no business. That was a – it was a fumble. Right. He, he – who was the quarterback who did that in the NFL? I know what you're oh, talking about. No, it was – who was that? It was – was it the Louisiana kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the game we were watching, right? Yes. Yeah, together, yeah. It was in that game. Was muff, it Purdy? I don't remember, man. Muff the muff the snap and then spike the ball backwards. Yeah, can't do it. They had no business. Auburn had no business winning this football game. So the thought process with BYU that we said was a good team coming off a narrow victory can be a good wake-up call. Uh, if you were going to have a wake-up call, you would have performed a lot better coming off a 21-point smackdown to Georgia than 
lucking into a two-point win against Arkansas at home. Give me South Carolina. I'm with you. I like South Carolina this game. They had a get-right game against Vandy. I think they have uh, some nice skill players on offense, some players on their offensive line, good secondary, pass rusher. They got enough ingredients here to, to hold off Auburn. Go Cox. Go Cox. All right. Another SEC game, Kentucky at number 18, Tennessee. And uh, Tennessee got beat by Georgia. Yeah, forget this team, man. They were fine in the first half. I said, man, we're, we're keeping it close. We're moving the ball. Garantano's able to throw the ball a little bit. This decision to pick Tennessee to cover plus 12 looks great. We forgot how to play football in the second half. Well, the, Tennessee just got pass happy, which was just not the right ingredient to, to be competitive in that game. Kentucky beat Mississippi State 24-2. to That's a real score. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think Tennessee wins, but not by six. Give me Kentucky to cover. Now I'm just picking everyone to, to not lose by. Uh, maybe I'm overcorrecting here. I'm going to go with Tennessee at home. Okay. Is that our first different one? It is. All right. Um, yeah, so <laughs> – Remember on takes on takes when somebody said uh, KJ Costello is going to break the SEC passing record? Mm, won't happen. <laughs> he got benched. Yeah, you break the interception ref record if you played every snap. He's uh, he's completing sixty six point one percent of his passes, uh, six touchdowns and nine interceptions. How many games did they play? Three. Yeah. So like half his more than half his yards came in the first game. We'll get to Mississippi State here. That's in a second, wild. <laughs> it's totally wild. Just the wheels completely fell off the bus. They did. And then Mike Leach has the balls to come out and say, "Yeah, I think we just need to flush the malcontents." <laughs> okay. One of the big reasons why I did pick Tennessee here, Joe, is because I'm looking at this line. Louisville visiting Notre Dame. Notre Dame favored by 17 points. Yep. And if I were going to pick an underdog to cover, I'd probably pick Louisville as a plus 17 because that is a huge number. And granted, Notre Dame can run the ball. They're super big up front. I think they're going to beat the tar out of Louisville running the football. I think they'll have a lot of success in this game. But I think Louisville, with some of their speed and an athletic quarterback in Cunningham, I think they can put enough points on the board to be able to cover plus 17. I'm with you. But that's the exact same thought process I've had for Louisville all year, and I keep getting burned. They do it to me again. I'll be done with the Cardinals. <laughs> I think we're already kind of done with the Cardinals, but. Well, and here's the thing. Notre Dame doesn't really blow away teams. You know, they're just not that type of team. Correct. All right. So we're we doing LSU and except Florida. For, except for South Florida. What are we doing about this LSU-Florida game? We have to pick it. It's on the schedule. At this point in time, it's on the schedule. We have no line. I mean, I think it's kind of a coin toss game anyway, don't you? If Florida's healthy, it's not. Florida will kill LSU at home. 
Well, we don't even know what players they do and don't have. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, brother. Well, I'm just going to pick Florida here and move on with my For the best? Yeah, that's all I can do. I'm going to pick the team that's not slammed with 20 COVID cases if they play the game. Now, let's get this thing cleared because, uh, by the way, Louisiana plays Coastal Carolina tonight. Yeah. Is this game one here? Well, so it was a week six game. Now they moved it to a week seven. We have okay. it un- unsatisfied from last week. Oh, do you want, want to move it to this week? We Tomatoes, tomatoes. We would both pick the Cajuns. Is there a line on it now? Yeah, it's seven and a half now for Louisiana. Does that move the needle for you? Uh, it sort of, yeah. Because um, I, I think Coastal Carolina's got a lot of fight, and they've, they've won some impressive games this year. So do you want to move it or do you want to – I mean, we picked it as a pick game with no line. So it, it's kind of just now's the time to have that conversation if we're going to have it. Do you want to move it? I'm picking Louisiana either way. Okay. Well, let's go with it. It'll so, be included in week seven. So it'll be included in week seven, and you're picking Coastal Carolina. No, I'm sticking with Louisiana. <laughs> okay. Okay, wise decision. Joe, also wise decision is to buy yourself some of these gosh darn Built Bars that we keep talking about on this show. Bro, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are totally delicious, and they come in a slew of different flavors, 18 different flavors at your disposal right now. They're great for anybody who's looking to appease the keto diet or have something healthy as a snack throughout the day something that's going to recharge your body after a workout and post-workout meal. You know, you got a 30-minute window after those workouts to get that food in your system. Built Bar is going to be right there in your pocket, in your car. You can have it anywhere you go. Uh, They've got up to 20 grams of protein, under 200 calories per bar, and one-seventh of grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. And best of all, they absolutely positively taste delicious. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. It can be awkward or embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying we had a long day at work. But Roman is here to get you the advice that you want and the help you need with no shame. With Roman, you can get an online free evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will, will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started, go to GetRoman.com slash on and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. GetRoman.com slash LockedOn to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn for $50 off your first month of treatment. GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. Texas A&M, number 11 in the country, Joe. Favored by six and a half on the road against Mississippi State, an air raid team that is capable of putting points on the board. What stands out the most to you about this game? Uh, I feel like this is one of those games where it feels easy to pick Texas A&M, but why is it only six and a half? 
because it's a Mike Leach offense that's capable of blowing up and putting points on the board. And they've scored 16 in the last two weeks combined. I'm going with the 12th man here. Cowbells? Give me the give me Texas A&M. Are they the 12th man? I didn't know that. Yeah, Kyle Field, 12th man. Okay, well it's it's a road game, so. No, I don't know. I'm saying I'm I'm going with the 12th man. I'm not right. saying the home field You're advantage with will them? be. Yes. Okay. All right, I got you. I'm with uh, Texas A&M. I mean, coming off of a big win over Florida, six and a half isn't a big number. Mississippi State has looked out of sorts on offense. Give me the Aggies. Number five, North Carolina, Kyle. Number ultimate, five. Ultimate test in your process now. Yeah, I know. At Florida State, one and three. <laughs> Florida State's lone win coming against Jacksonville State. Now, North Carolina has won all different kinds of ways this year. They won with good defense their first game against Syracuse. Yep. Simpler times. Yeah, and then we saw them. We saw the the offense explode, not just the passing game, but it was the rushing game as well for North Carolina. Florida State's, I mean, they just they're just disappointing. Thirteen's kind of a big number. I wish it was like nine and a half. Is this the game that Florida State wakes up? I don't know. I feel like we're we're gonna we have a hot UNC offense coming in, and this is the play. Sam Howell originally committed to Florida State. I feel like you're gonna go opposite against me, no matter what I do here. But I want to root for the better offense. Give me UNC to cover 13 on the road. I agree with you. Oh man, I thought you were definitely gonna take Florida State. Hell no, I ain't taking Florida State. Oh, look which one you get to go first. Uh, Number three, Georgia at number two, Alabama. Bama favored by six. I like to type type it into – when I know it and you're picking and I know what I'm going with, I like to type it in there. Yeah, I know. I see see you've already got it in there. Right, just so so that you you feel some sort of way. Kind of hit the FU button when you hit enter. Yeah. Is this bad that I'm going to take Georgia? I think Georgia might win this game outright. How many fans can can Alabama have in the stands? No idea. No idea. I need to know that answer first. Really? My God, my stupid fantasy football chat. Stop talking, guys. I know none of the people that I went to high school would listen to this show, but like, God, man, I'm on my laptop and it's like the, the notification slides over every time. And it's like the whole right corner of my screen has been hijacked by this group chat this morning because of course the week's over. So now everybody's got to talk shit. Here's the thing. Mac Jones is playing really good. Alabama's got ample firepower. But the Georgia defense looks great this year. They're playing with a ton of speed. They've got players in the secondary. I think Georgia can can control the line of scrimmage a little bit. The question is, can they score enough points against Alabama's defense? But Alabama's defense has not looked look good this year. I just talked myself into it. Georgia. And I'm picking Georgia as well. Yes, let's go. 
I mean, they might lose, but it, it's, I think it's going to be tight. I do. And like you said, I, I can see Georgia winning this game. I'm not sure they're not the better team. They feel like they kind of have the answers for the, the passing attack that Alabama features. Veteran linebackers. Let's go. Can't wait, the for, Bulldogs. Can't wait for Bama to win by 28. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, last one. Boston last College. One. Boston College at 23, Virginia Tech. The Hokies, 11.5-point favorites at home. Hokies, I mean, they went into that shootout, that Big 12 game with uh, UNC last week. Tight win over Duke, tight win. Well, fairly tight win over NC State. That's, I mean, they handled their business. Boston College, man. Kind of an they anomaly over, team right now. Yeah, they're tough to they're tough to read. They they really are. We've only seen them. Well, no, they they beat Texas State. No, they've played a lot of games actually. They played four games. We know a lot about Boston College. They're not a dominant team, but they haven't they haven't gotten embarrassed this year. Virginia Tech at home, eleven and a half. Eleven and a half is a big number. Boston College. We, I may have made the biggest overcorrection in the history of life this week, by the way. So that, that's what I'm sitting here looking to to see how far with the pendulum I've gone. <laughs> Tulane. Okay, so how many favorites did we – how many games are there, Joe? Oh. Uh, 14 if you include Louisiana Coastal. Okay. 14. I picked BYU, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Texas A&M, UNC. I picked five favorites. You've got four favorites. <laughs> we'll see what happens, brother. Well, it's if you be- if you if you include Louisiana, and you're you're keeping Louisiana. Yep. Then you've got five, and I've got six out. Of, so it's almost half. We almost have it. Boston College, lock it in. All right. So we got our chance to to switch. Yes. I have no idea. Is it me that gets the first opportunity it to is. switch? It is. I don't know. I don't know that I want to switch anything, Kyle. I kind of want to change one. If you if you had to if you had to change one, yeah. What's your co- like confidence points? Right? Where's the where's the confidence points for the one I would change because I feel the least confident about? Yes, it? yes. Probably Tulane, but you went with me on that. Yeah, but that's the one I want to change. <laughs> so you, I think you should. If I'm if I'm gonna lock it in, you're gonna switch it. And if I switch it, you're going to switch it. So no matter what, you're switching it. So I have to choose if I'm willing to take that gamble. I'm staying. Right. I'm staying. I hate you. You switching or not? You going Mustangs no. or Green Wave? No, no. I can't afford to start snowballing here and falling games behind you. So you're in. You're in on two lanes. Right now, I'm only three games behind you. I need to know if you're in or not before I say something. I'm taking. I'm in with Tulane. All right. It's a Friday game, and I like the home. Oh, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- thank you. Yeah. Done. Lock it in. Redemption week is here. 
Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening to DraftDudes Podcast. We look forward to a much more successful Against the Spread campaign. We've had a lot of great ones over the years, and I got a great feeling about this one. This is going to be a good one, Joe. Hit subscribe, come back, see us again tomorrow. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, thanks, as always, for listening to the DraftDudes Podcast.